Hello and welcome listeners. Today I have a very special episode with two very special guests, Erica and Elizabeth, who have formed an amazing company called 500s. They are two creatives who independently ran creative businesses and careers over the last 15 years. And I've known them for the last many, many years through the wedding industry where we all worked. Uh, I know that you guys have collaborated on some of the most creative and beautiful full-scale events. You've consulted with businesses, media production, writing. I mean, it just goes on and on. Welcome, Erica and Elizabeth. How are you guys doing? Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us, Johanna. Absolutely. So it's so exciting to have you here because I've known you guys for a long time. I've seen the work that you've done. I know your passion and creativity. And now it's so exciting to know that you're helping businesses small businesses, medium-sized businesses, help them get their projects uh, started, organized, and uh, pushed out. So tell me a little bit about um, how this all started. Well, the whole premise for 500s was both Eric and I, as you alluded to, we've known each other, we've known you for a long time, but Eric and I met 15 years ago in the event industry where she was a photographer and I was a designer and we used to cross over all the time on different projects and as we both wound out of our professions me as an event designer um, and closing my event design firm and her as a photographer we both independently started consulting and during that time we would talk to each other about consulting but we both ended up working on quite large-scale consulting projects Um, I came to the U.S. for a large project. Erica came down um, to help me with a project down here and ended up also working on the same really big consulting project. And what we found from that was that we just really didn't want to work on these big, long projects anymore that were one long, continuous cycle. Our clients weren't, you know, necessarily taking the information and using it in the end. We just felt like it was way too much and we wanted to offer something in our consulting services that broke these big projects that were so gigantic and everybody needs all of the different elements no matter what business that you're in and we what we banded together and started 500s so that we could take these big projects break them down into small bite-sized pieces charge $500 for each piece the client would have the ability to choose whatever they felt they needed um, to do in that project. And our guarantee was that they would have two um, consultants that were very experienced and they would have their project back to them in two weeks. So that's a really big um, thing that is difficult to find in consulting where you can start, have your discovery meeting, you know, five to seven days later, you get your first draft and 14 days later, you have your final project. So that's kind of the whole premise um, of us starting 500s and and doing that. I love that. I know that uh, I also work with businesses and it can get super overwhelming when you think about all the pieces that you need. So for example, if someone needs a website, you you, you think, oh, I just need a website. Well, the website actually entails all these other pieces, your about section, your services, how everything connects. Uh, you know, are you going to have an opt-in? And all these small pieces turn into, it can turn into an overwhelming project. And for somebody that's, uh, you know, busy doing their thing, 
I love the fact that you guys have all the experience and know how to break it down so it's not overwhelming and it's achievable. And that's the biggest thing. We can start these projects, but you know, sometimes we get sidetracked and we don't see the end or we get overwhelmed as we're of course. Exactly. And afraid. And I think that one of the things with businesses is that when things are overwhelming, no one wants to spend money on the wrong thing. And quite often when a big, huge company comes in and they tell you, oh, you have to change everything about your company in order for you to get this one project done when they're scared and when they don't know the answer, right? And they're not quite sure, they just want more customers or they want more money or whatever it is they need to improve, they'll just go with that person. And then in the end, they realize that we didn't need everything. And yeah. that's the, that was the consensus that or we were getting overpaid. from. Or they overpaid. And I mean, that's, that's relative to everyone's mm -hmm. situation. But the one complaint that we saw from even our clients that were happy with their experiences were that they felt like, the jobs were too big for what they actually needed in the end. And they, if they'd just done a little more research off the top, they wouldn't have had to go through six months to find out that they didn't need all of these things that they paid for. So for example, you were, when you were breaking down like a website, that's what a lot of um, companies come to us. They say, we need a new website. And we're like, really, do you, why do you think you need a new website? And then they say something like, well, you know, I don't think that people, you know, our shopping cart's not working properly. Well, to me and Elizabeth, that doesn't sound like a new website. That sounds like a new shopping cart experience. So that's why we broke it down into just the small pieces so that you only have to buy what you need and you really only have to buy what you can afford. And I think that's really important because then you can take whatever money you're saving and, and spend it on other things that will help you make money that you actually need and can afford too. So that was one of the other reasons why breaking down our product or breaking down these huge jobs and into small bite-sized pieces, like Elizabeth said, um, and creating all these products on our website. That's kind of the reason why we did it was because clients, they, as much as they want our advice, they don't necessarily need everything. And, and they we, wanted to be involved. Yeah, they, they, we don't want to take their independence exactly. away from them. We want them to be like, we want them to be involved, like Liz said, but we also want them to, to be in control of their own company. We're not going to come in there and tell you that your company's doing a bad job, right? We want to help you with the one job you need done. And our joy is getting that to listen to them and every single business owner. We work with so many different um, types of companies and we love that. You know, we get to hear their story. Why did they start? Where are they going? What is the thing that's holding them back? And then we get to help them solve that, but we do it together. That's what is really important to us. And then they hand that project over to us with faith that we're going to take that one piece that they're not qualified for they don't have the time or you know different people have different reasons why they're kind of are they're stuck right now or they don't know how during covid to move forward and really make a difference in their business or go off in a different direction and then we hand that to them and then we get the joy out of watching them run with it in the end and being able to go yes this is just what i needed to go and make you know, that next step. In exactly. Um, I know that a lot of people don't know what they don't know. So it's difficult sometimes to trust and to know, uh, you know, the scope of a project when they just don't know exactly what they need. So breaking it down into little pieces and allowing them to have the input uh, and then that collaborative, um, you know, work just makes their business and their brand and their message so much stronger when it's not just handed over always and done when they, and when they don't understand it. Do, do you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and people we find, 
compared to projects, it's really interesting where we were paid sometimes six figures to do very long consulting contracts and they weren't implementing the work that we did, yet we have clients that in two weeks are taking these ideas and they're so actionable that they're running with it. And that is really rewarding that we know we have the right business model and what we set up to do in the beginning is actually succeeding. I love that. Yeah, so you help people get unstuck, right? You help them clear some of the space so they understand um, cause it really is a unique, valuable service that you're providing. I love that. So tell us a little bit about the types of brands that you have worked with in the past. Oh, I don't know. We've had, we've had a real good variety of people. Um, we had, we had a law firm. We've had, um, we've had a spokeswoman who's actually an actress and she did a lot of soap operas um, and we helped her with her website. Uh, she's also an auctioneer. We did a podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we did podcast sales copy. Um, we, did, um, we did Crystal Kayak Company. Uh, they're a unique product. We did Flote, which yeah. is, um, there are all these like Canadian themed inflatables, right? So like for your pool. They're we had like, a lot of fun with that one. That one was really fun. Um, we have National Pancreas Foundation. It's yep. a big client of ours, and we do lots of stuff for them. We just launched their newsletter and e-blasts. We're doing a lot of really um, great stuff with them to yeah. help move that Social media campaigns forward. for them. Yes. Uh, what else? Uh, we had, um, we've done presentation decks for we other, course. we just wrote a course. Yeah. We did, um, a course for, um, a, a media person. We did, we worked with the Irish immigration foundation, which is, we created just a presentation deck for them. Um, yeah, I don't know. We've had a lot of really cool clients. We've been really lucky, um, in the last little bit. And people can go in our portfolio and we love to brag about our clients on social media and also in our portfolio. So you can go in there and kind of look at some of the projects that we've done and see the outcome. And it's uh, fun to see the results. Absolutely. You, we do a lot of, we do a lot of service-based businesses, but we also are starting to do a lot of product-based businesses yes, too, which true. is, which is nice that we get to kind of go back and forth. Like every two weeks we do a different project. So it's nice to have, you know, a, a law firm one day and then have, you know, a toy the next day. <laughs> right. So um, it's a, it's a cool job. Variety. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So what's your favorite part, Liz? For me, uh, as you know, I'm a true creative at the heart. Like, yeah. Eric, I think Eric is the process one. Eric, come on, do it. Like, this is the way it should be. And I'm kind of like, this is the creative side. Although it's really interesting that I've started to write with process mm -hmm. and Erica's doing a lot of the creative ads. So we've blended our two ideas, but um, our two fortes from our past. but creativity is still the thing that I absolutely love. But the thing I get the most joy out of for me is the clients hearing their stories, understanding their vision and how um, we can help them and then brainstorming with Erica to give them the outcome. Um, it's, it's just super rewarding for me. How about you, Erica? Um, I have a lot of favorite parts. I, it's a cool, like we have a, we have a really unique business model. And when Elizabeth and I first got together and started doing it, like thinking like, what kind of business do we want to run? Like, it's one thing to say we're consultants and we want to consult and help businesses. And I think anybody in our shoes would say something similar. Um, but one of the things that we wanted to do right off the top was we were like, you know what, 
we want to make sure that we have a process for every single one of our products. How, how do we finish this job? How do we get through the whole thing so that we can do it for multiple different types of industries? And so one of my favorite parts of this job was creating those processes. So, you know, maybe it's how do we, how do we prepare copywriting for a lawyer one day and then for an actress the next day? You know, what is the things that are similar? What are the things that, you know, what is our method as 500s for doing those jobs? Same thing with website design. Um, even when Elizabeth and I are, we're, we have our hands in every single project, but we do have coders and we do have, you know, graphic designers that work with us on these teams and we're really lucky to have them, um, but we need a process for how we work with them. And that was one of my favorite parts was to, to decide how much time are we spending on each project? You know, what is, when do we need to talk to the team? When does the work need to come back if we want to do this in two weeks? Yeah. You know, how do we, how do we communicate with the client? And what is just our overall, it's almost like a sales plan or like um, the way you would. What does a report look like? Yeah. Because like, reports are awesome. <laughs> uh, so I do. I, I love, I love making reports. Yeah. And it's funny. Um, I came from such a creative background too, like as a photographer that doesn't really need a lot of process in how they do the job. It's always the stuff that happens afterwards. And for me now, I'm realizing how much I love the process all throughout the job. I rely on it and I rely on it because it, it's just one of my favorite parts. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah. I know you definitely have that talent for organizing things beautifully. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for making me sound so good there. I was like, that could go anyway. Girl's crazy. She's too organized. <laughs> I mean, I, I love systems and processes. I love mapping things out, but I do sometimes get overwhelmed. And, and uh, sometimes I wish I just had that other person to, um, you know, kind of smooth it out. And I know you do it so beautifully too, because you make it look pretty. So that's always really nice. <laughs> Thanks. Um, you, you touched lightly on my second part. I would have to say that my second favorite thing is having a writing partner. There is nothing more satisfying than having that's true. creating an idea. And like, this is part of our process too, which I think is um, a great segue into some of the things we're going to talk about today. But one of the things that we like to do is, you know, one of us has an idea for a company. Maybe one of us is really inspired by whatever it is that this new client is offering. And they just write all their ideas down. You write them all down and then hand it over to the next person. The next person puts it together in the process, whatever our process is, and hands it back. And then that person starts adding in more of their ideas. So it's almost like one person is the writer, one person is the editor. But we're mm -hmm. both manipulating the document or the project to go in the direction that would, whatever was the client needed. So and for the it. client, I mean, they're really getting instead of one person, mm -hmm looking at that whole pro process from one perspective, they now have, you know, two perspectives and two people yeah. going through it, um, the process the same way, but looking at it differently. So the end result of what Eric and I do together never ceases to amaze me that the quality of work and, and I always prided my, I had prided my work before, just like Erica did, but together when we combine our skills, and we've really surprised ourselves with how we've elevated the client's projects and outcome of them. And we can just relax yeah. into the project now because if that's, that's the part about having like a, a partner is that you can, you know, you, we know that there's only two weeks that we can turn around a project. So we know that, Hey, like you got to get this done. Like, and when I pass a project over to Elizabeth, if I start a project and she's the second person on it, she knows she only has so many days with it before she has to pass it back to me. Cause I'm waiting. Right. And it's that whole, you know, like don't let your partner down, but also don't let the client down. Mm -hmm. And 
I love that we have that process. We created that process at the beginning and it's something that we stuck to. And it's probably the thing that I'm most proud of us for doing because it's, it's what's building our successful business. And I think that it's really hard to do that when you're 10 years in, you know, you know, trying not to, you know, get stuck in bad habits or lazy habits. Um, we just made it really firm and clear mm -hmm. at the beginning that this is how we're going to do it. And that's what allows us to have our weekends back. <laughs> and then we, we have these overachiever A-type personalities <laughs> as well. So usually between us, you know, we pack it in when we do work. We're like you are, uh, Johanna. And, you know, we're super focused and we want it to be right. So we're always, when we do have those deadlines, we achieve them always on time and usually ahead of time and give ourselves some time leading out of it just to relax and enjoy it, which is kind of, um, which is a, a good way of making use of what could be a fault if we, if we didn't use it the right way. Totally. I, I wouldn't doubt that for a second. I know between the two of you, I can only imagine for sure the quality, the creativity, the organization. I know your word is gold. Like I, anytime I've ever had any um, chats with you guys, it's always been super solid. So um, I'm really, really excited to share what you guys are Thank doing. You. I love the concept. Why don't we take our readers through a step-by-step -step process of uh, breaking down a project? What do you think? Yeah. Awesome. I'm going to hand that over to Erica since she um, is the one that breaks those methods down and she's going to talk about <laughs> copywriting, which is an awesome one. Excellent. Excellent. So let's do that. So a client comes to you and they want to start... Um, uh, some copy for, let's say, a sales page, um, a sales funnel, or a website. Where do you start? And take us through step-by-step, -step, Erica. This is our 500s method um, for copywriting and creating successful copy for your website. So every website has categories. And some of those categories might be, you know, your mission statement or your about section, product details or product pricing. And what we like to do is give each one of those topics a title. Um, they can be the titles that I just listed, or they can be any title that's creative that um, helps you to get in the mood for writing. Um, and this will be called your header text. So if you were to create a document, I would create a header text for each one of these, um, these categories. Okay. From there, from there um, I would do five bullets for each. And this could be five bullets that could be a single word that describes what they are. So for example, if it's your about section and you know that in the about section, you got to cover, you know, your, your past, you know, your history, your, um, you know, who you are, where you used to work or whatever. There's five points that you want to um, hit in that about section, just bullet them underneath your header. Okay. Then of all of those five points, I like to create one sentence using those five words. They don't have to be those specific five words, but it could be those five words inspire you to write a sentence, which we call the subheader text. So basically it would say about 500s. And then underneath it, it might say our tagline, right? Or our subheader text, which is, was it, do you remember it? <laughs> Sorry, I put her on the spot. I'm like, um, it's uh, hundreds, of business, hundreds of business solutions for $500, right? So kind of sums up what we do. Then um, under that sentence, I create five more bullets. And I do, um, and from those five bullets, I wanna create a small paragraph out of each bullet. But before I construct that paragraph, I wanna follow a new method. 
each paragraph needs to have. So now we're going to create a paragraph about your about section. Each paragraph needs your header text, your subheader text, three base sentences, and then one call to action, giving you five full sentences in your copywriting for your website. Cool. All right. <laughs> Do you want to say anything at this point? So you're breaking, you're breaking it down each section that you've identified a client wants or needs on their website. And you're, you're breaking it down into either a word or a full sentence and then working from that to get the five sentences. Is that what that's I'm hearing? Correct. Yeah, that's correct. Great summary. Great summary. <laughs> I know it can sound difficult, um, but really what we're doing is we're taking, we're just giving you ideas on how you can easily write about your company because yeah. what we all, we all kind of get lost in our, in our own, um, our own lingo that we talk daily, you know, with our business partners or just, you know, to our clients. And we forget that maybe people who are coming to our website are new and, and they don't know everything about our company. And so we have to be really clear and concise in every single section of copy on our website so that we're delivering the message every time. And we think that there's opportunities in these messages to give people actionable mm -hmm. tasks, you know, calls to action to give them very few pieces of, um, information but really jam-packed full of and actual over, knowledge and yeah not overwrite about your products or your service because yeah. you'll see a lot of websites where they write the same thing five different ways instead yeah. of being really targeted in their messaging so that's what the process kind of tries to do to help yeah. you hundred percent and to break it down again, just to say that like every section of your website, every header section, every category, if it only had one paragraph, that paragraph is what we're saying only needs your title, needs your subheader text, which is your about one sentence that sums you up, three points about your business, which could be written into three sentences, and then your call to action, which is telling them to do something for you. Yeah. Um, or do something for themselves. And we have a lot of ways um, of how to, you can make that really creative. So for example, um, once you have that header and that subheader done, all you need to do is tell them three interesting things about your product or service in just three sentences. And as a rule of thumb, we like to use uh, a writing method that we didn't invent. <laughs> We've been just it's from, you've probably heard of it. It's called the ADA method. And it's an acronym for attention, interest, desire, and action. So when you're talking about your product, you want to convey attention or get their attention, right? Yep. And then you want to talk to their interest, right? You know, why are you interested in this product? And why are you interested in coming to our website or reading about um, who we are and what our services are? Desire, you want to play to their desire, telling them that you are the right client for us. You're here on our website. We appreciate you being here. Here are the things that you're dreaming of that we can help make come true for you as a company. And then action or your call to action, contact us, you know, reach out to us through email or press this buy now button or fill out this form to learn more. Yeah. And your website copy could be as simple as that. I know that there's a lot more information um, about, you know, how to write a proper call to action and how to, um, define who you are as a business and copy but the quickest way to do it i think and elizabeth and i agree because we do we, this is how we start for everyone is that header that that title of what your section your category is again what is your subheader that one sentence that sums up who you are at least what your offering is three points about what you do or what your product is and then a call to action getting your 
the customer or the visitor to your website to do something to engage with you further. Yeah, and on our website, um, or sorry, in our uh, social media, you'll see a lot of articles that Eric and I write, and we're really excited about just starting our blog on our website that should be coming out very soon. And we're talking about a lot of the kind of, say, the call to action and how to define that or other types of processes or things that people can learn um, if they want to learn more about some of this as well. Absolutely. I think sometimes um, you forget to tell people what to do and attention span is quite, uh, you know, short and quick online sometimes. So being really crystal clear uh, and telling people what the next step is, is, is really critical for sure. And that is that call to action. So I love it. So you do this for each topic um, on the website or a sales page, for example, mm -hmm. and then how much input goes back and forth between you and the client? Well, we do a lot. We front end a yes. lot of our, uh, a lot of our information because like we said, we only have two weeks, so we can't do a lot of back and forth discussions, but we like to get that big, huge meeting out of the way right off the top. And in this meeting, it, it's an hour long and sometimes it's gone over a little bit, but we'll talk to whoever you want. So we'll talk to you. We'll talk to your whole team. Um, in that hour, we'll talk to multiple people if you want us to um, learn something about your company, um, even through your client's point, from your client's point of view. Uh, so typically, we do a one-hour discovery meeting, and then Elizabeth and I work for a week. And we say, okay, we come back to you a week later, and we give you a sample of the work, and we're like, are we on the right track? And if you say, oh my gosh, you, you totally misunderstood us. That's not who we are at all. Like, we will start all over again. Um, Thank God that's never happened. <laughs> but that's never happened <laughs> because we're good listeners and we take really good notes and we're process driven. Yeah. But, um, but typically, when it comes back, people are just correcting us at that point on you know really specific um, things like you know maybe we got somebody's certification wrong or they have a certain way that they they address a certain type of clientele and they want us to mix that into the copy. But yeah. we also, at the end, so once that second week is over, we present them with the full draft of their copy. Uh, from there, we tell them, this is, as much as this is what we've done, this is our final project, this is your 500s project, it is now your company's responsibility to make sure that this works. So if you have to tweak it, if you have to break it down, um, do so. Tweak it as yeah. you go, like, you know, next year, if you do something different or offer something different, make sure you, you know, adjust your copy to reflect that. And so we give them that big, huge starting point. Yeah. And it's always amazing for me to think that in two weeks, we've met a new client, we've heard about their business, we've interviewed the people that we need, we've given them the first draft, we're on the right track, we've been able in the last week to finish it and hand it over and they're happy with the project and they're able to run with it, it shows how that really targeted um, process can work. And I've found too that our clients, the ones that hire us that are that are the, like super satisfied, it's because they've tried to do it before themselves. They're like, we tried to write the copy for ourselves and we're just, we're too busy. Uh, we, we're doing a completely different job. We don't write for a living. But they do yeah. have are they sitting there? <laughs> and yeah, are they like, they just can't finish the project because they're, you know, obviously just time, but it's really hard to make time for a project that you are just, it's not your job. Absolutely. You know, like if for you, your skill set. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Like even, you know, we had a law firm and they were like, Hey, we, we can do this. 
but we just can't do it well. Like we can't, we can't write about ourselves and about what we do in a salesy way. Like that's, we, we don't even sell to our clients because they're lawyers, right? Like there, if there's very little sales process there. Like if someone comes to you as a lawyer, they need you, right? So they're like, how do you make us, how can you make our company appeal to people who might need our services, but don't know us? So that's where having like another team, like Elizabeth and I, like 500s come in and help you take your idea and your vision and create it into proper sales copy. Um, mm-hmm. Most of these people who've done it before on their own, that we find that they're the ones that are the most excited mm-hmm. to do, to have us do it in two weeks. Absolutely. I mean, I know I even have projects um, that have been sitting around for, you know, weeks and months because just finding the time to sit down and tweak the copy or get that thing out exactly how you want it. Um, and, you know, I love that because. I do think we need to let people know that really your business is fluid, it's changing, and you do have to have responsibility to be able to tweak things and to know how things work, because that's really, I think, the power of of growth, especially when you're dealing with small and medium-sized businesses. Um, And nothing is kind of just once and done, but getting that project to a finish line where they can actually make the next move is like critical to the growth. Um, of businesses for sure. So that's cool. So one thing that we tell people is that, which was a fault of mine, was that you, you don't need, that you can't do everything and you need to be able to not be afraid or embarrassed or whatever it is to reach out for the things that are not your strong skill set or that you don't like, or to know how to prioritize to get someone else to do something so you can free up your own time. I used to think like I needed to do everything in event decorator and I needed to be the one that created, designed the events and you know what I mean, put my portfolio out and did my accounting and you know, realized, you know, that this, it wasn't productive to try and do everything I needed to hone in on what I was really good at and not be afraid to reach out or to get mentorship from other people. I think when people get that mindset that it's okay not to be that, just that person, their business actually starts to have a shift. Real, I think that real growth is knowing when you can't do something. It's like, I think that business owners think, um, and I mean, like Elizabeth said, she's one of them. I was one of them too. I thought that growing meant I learned more things Mm -hmm. and that I learned how to, I just accumulated skills. I mean, it is the reason why I have a weird and diverse skill set, but it's not necessarily the most beneficial to my career. I think that a lot of businesses think like I did where they're like, you know, we'll just learn how to do it. We'll figure it out. We'll just, we'll invest in learning how to do this instead of investing in good people or good companies who can help you fast get these projects off your plate or have a better outcome. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing is that some, it's not a growth, that's not a growth um, strategy to take on every single project in-house. That's not a growth strategy. No company does that. No successful company does that. That's right. They can't do everything, right? Yeah. And even the ones that can do a lot of things, that's really cool. Like we, our company does a lot of things. We have a lot of people who do a lot of things in our company, but we don't do everything. Um, I mean, we, wouldn't, we probably won't do our own advertising. Probably yeah. have a company help us with that. It, there are just some jobs that are so cumbersome that in, if they drive you in a direction away from what you typically do every day, it's probably not a job you should be doing. Yeah. 100%. If you can't stay focused and add this little project on or add this new job or this new skill on, then it's probably not for you. And if you look at it and you, pro- you kind of think about, you weigh it, 
you know, if I wasn't doing this one job that I really kind of don't want to do, or maybe I don't have the exact skill set for, but I could take on and learn, what could I be doing with that time? And typically, if you look at that other thing that you could be doing, if you farmed out the other thing, your business is going to progress and move forward so much um, more quickly because you're diversifying. Totally. hundred percent. Yeah. It's super easy to get in that wheel of, of getting stuck. And that's why people I think do get stuck um, because yeah, we do think we need to learn and do everything and we get overwhelmed. Um, but allowing that space for growth hundred percent, you're right. When you said it, there's very, very few successful businesses that are doing everything in house on their own. It's just, that's just not the way um, quick growth happens. So it's, it's really cool. So let's just recap the concept of 500s. So there's hundreds of jobs that you can take on for $500 and your turnaround time is two weeks and a super custom and curated experience. Well, congratulations. I'm really happy for you guys. So 500s is hundreds of business solutions for $500. And if any of our listeners want to go to your website, it's actually the number five and then hundreds.com. And I know that you've got a, um, a downloadable ebook that's going to give people a taste of uh, your work and you can browse uh, the website and contact Erica or Elizabeth to get your next project started. And I know you'll be in good hands. So thank you guys so much for coming today. Congratulations, and I can't wait to catch up with you next time. And we have a special offer for Mindset and Business Mastery listeners. 500s is offering anyone who buys a single $500 service and mentions this podcast will also receive a free consulting service of your choice, and that is also valued at $500. So that's an amazing combination where you can really jumpstart your business, get your projects done and get the guidance you need and push your business forward. Check out 500s online. They have hundreds of business solutions for just $500 a project. And their website is five, the number five hundreds.com. Thanks for listening to the new school podcast. With me, your host, Johanna Nicola. Please subscribe, leave a review, or share the podcast if you like what you heard. I would greatly appreciate it as it helps us reach more people. You can also find us online on social media, of course, at Join the New School or at Johanna Nicola. You can also visit the website, which has tons of free gifts, jointhenewschool.com. Like I mentioned, there's free gifts on the site. There's more information about our transformational programs, our coach certification programs, our business coaching, and so much more. I want to connect with you. We want to learn about your goals. We want to see you master your mindset, achieve your big dreams, and shatter your limits, transform your life and business. You deserve it, and I want to be here supporting you. Have a great day, and we'll see you in the next episode.